On this episode of Wilson the VW Bus, I revisit the circuit in Asbury Park, go to church, and suffer my first breakdown. Did I make it home? Tune in to find out. Hi everyone, it's Joe again, and welcome to the Wilson the VW Bus podcast, Season 3, Episode 9. In case you're joining me for the first time, which would seem a bit odd to not have listened to all the previous shows, but who knows, uh, this podcast is about me and my adventures in my 1967 Volkswagen split-window walkthrough homebrew tin-top camper bus named Wilson. Uh, when I last left off, we had hit up a few of the fall cruise nights, uh, the Cars and Coffees, and some shows here in central New Jersey. Uh, I wanted to make sure that I revisited the Asbury Park Circuit again this year, and they were holding a special event on a Wednesday evening for the kids with a uh, trunk or treat. So if you're not familiar with trunk or treating, it's a spinoff of the uh, American Halloween tradition where kids come up to the cars instead of the house with their Halloween costumes and we give them candy. Uh, most of the classic car guys will uh, decorate their vehicles with spooky props and Halloween decorations, etc. Uh, some even go all out with like full-size animatronics and smoke machines and like blood and zombies and you know it's all fun. It's all for the kids. Well, uh, the special evening at the circuit this year was being held on a Wednesday because they were able to get one of George Barris's uh, drag cars, uh, Dragula, for the event. Um, if you're not familiar with George Barris, he's a very famous uh, car customizer uh, from like the 50s and 60s and 70s. Uh, that's the 1950s, 60s, and 70s. Uh, the Dragula car is a, a drag strip car built uh, by the character Grandpa in the episode of the 1960s television show The Munsters called Hot Rod Herman. It's basically a, a race car built from a coffin, and uh, it's neat. It's fun to look at. Uh, I mean, it's probably the most impractical thing ever, but um, it was fun to see uh, it in person. So uh, I brought down a bunch of candy, and my family met me there, and we had a terrific time. It was a real nice, uh, cool evening. We had a great parking spot right in the middle of the strip, just uh, a few feet from the famous Wonder Bar. Uh, Wilson was very well received, and I even found a few of uh, a few photos and videos on Facebook uh, with Wilson that evening on some different sites. So the bus ran great in the nice cool fall air, and uh, that was not surprising because Wilson's been running great for a few months now. So um, by the end of the evening, I was uh, running low on both candy and my Wilson die cut stickers, which I also gave out to the kids if, if they seemed interested. If a kid comes up to Wilson and he's like, oh, this is cool, and they like it, I'm like, hey, you want a sticker? And kids love stickers. So um, I was going to need to resupply those relatively soon. So the stickers were reordered from Sticker Mule, uh, thanks to them for emailing me such a great discount code. And I should get them as a sponsor if I ever decide to make any money off this podcast stuff someday. Anyway, a few days later, uh, I found a last-minute show that was being held at uh, St. Stan's in Sayreville, New Jersey, which is a church fundraiser. So I thought, eh, sure, why not? I haven't been to church in a while. So this show ended up being pretty big. It's their third annual show. They had like uh, I think over 300 cars and trucks parked all over the parking lot and the fields uh, around the school, church, and uh, the parking lot there. So I ran into my pal, uh, my pal Jiro and uh, his son 
and some of the VW guys from Perth Amboy that always meet up at the Raritan Bay Cruise Night on Tuesday nights during the nice warmer weather. And uh, although we were spread out, uh, there was a nice handful of German air-cooled cars there and buses at the show. Later that afternoon, I wrapped up things and headed home from the show, and at the very last traffic light before my home, I suffered my first ever VW breakdown. I was the first vehicle sitting at the traffic light, waiting for the left turn arrow. The light turned green. I let off the clutch. I made my left turn. Then I pushed in the clutch to shift into second gear, and when I pulled the shifter back to find second, I got nothing. No second gear. No third gear. No neutral. I was stuck in first gear. Shifter just flopped all around like it wasn't connected to anything. So... Luckily, I was only three blocks from home. You couldn't really ask for a better breakdown. So I coasted all the way back downhill, back to the South Hill Customs Garage to see what had happened. I first inspected the shifter from inside the bus, and nothing looked out of the ordinary there to me. Uh, So I dove underneath to look at the front of the bus and the shift linkage there. Hmm. Nothing seemed out of place there either, so now I was getting a little worried. I jacked up the right rear of the bus, and I slid underneath to look at the transmission. Aha! The shift rod coupler had split in two. I thought, thank God, it's not the transmission. Wilson had uh, one of those red, empty, urethane, old-style shift couplers installed, and it had simply cracked in half right down the middle. So I jumped onto the J-Bugs website and ordered up a new one. In retrospect, I probably should have purchased a stock coupler because uh, a few of the online sources like uh, oh, what's the Samba? You know, they, they always uh, they always sort of spout off that the uh, the urethane ones tend to are you know are tend to uh, prone to break with this exact same issue they crack. Um, but I didn't think about it, and uh, I just removed the two set screws and slid off the broken pieces and tucked Wilson in the garage to wait for the parts to arrive. By the end of the week, I received my new coupler and jacked up the rear of Wilson to reinstall it. Piece of cake, right? I mean, the other one came right out. Well, I thought the coupler would go in as easy as the old broken one came out, but I soon realized that the space in between the end of the transmission and the shifter rod was not big enough for the intact coupler. And you need to climb back up to the front of the bus and loosen up the shift rod from the front and slide that bit forward, uh, you know, a little bit forward first. So luckily, there is an intermediate connection, uh, which is held in with a single set screw and a small, uh, you know, collar coupler, and that provided just enough space for me to slide that forward towards the front of the bus, and then I could install the new rear coupler. I also installed a new nylon bushing in the shift rod tube uh, in the back to take up any slack, um, because the rod itself uh, it sits in this big tube and it sort of was bouncing around a little bit in there. So I had I already had the, the couplers, uh, the, the bushings. So I slid the appropriate one in there and then I connected everything back together and let the bus down off the jack stand. I jumped into the driver's seat and the shifter was still in first gear. So, so far that was good. I pulled back, found neutral easily enough. And so I pushed Wilson out of the garage and into the driveway And now it was time for a road test. So I started up Wilson, let him warm up for a few minutes, and then backed him out into the street, pushed in the clutch, first gear engaged, let off the clutch, and took off. Then I shifted into second gear, then third, and I could hardly believe 
this was the same bus. Compared to the past two years, Wilson felt like he had a brand new gated Ferrari shifter. All the previous shift slop was gone, probably because of the new bushing, but I could easily find each gear as if Wilson was brand new again. I drove around the neighborhood with a giant grin on my face, and uh, I was so happy that I survived my very first VW bus breakdown. Now, I know that to some of you, this might have seemed like a minor issue, and maybe not worthy of the status of first breakdown, but perhaps some of you might also still be sitting at that traffic light, still desperately rowing the shifter trying to find another gear. I sincerely hope that this is my only breakdown with Wilson, but I wouldn't put any money on that bet. I do cherish all of my adventures and experiences with Wilson, both the good and the bad. And to me, it's really what makes driving a classic vehicle such a pleasure. It's the journey. I hope that you all are enjoying whatever aspect of your vehicles that you find to be fun and exciting, whether it be restoring them, detailing them, or just showing them off to the world. I also want to wish all of my American followers a very happy Thanksgiving. Take care. Take care.